0: Hello, people of this podcast. Um, Episode 33 of the CrossFit Harrow podcast. We are very, very close to reopening. Such great news. Um, We, as a gym, opening a reopening on Thursday. Um, It is We've stayed very patient, and I think a lot of people have. Uh, I think it would have been World War Three if coming back out of this lockdown we'd not been able to, although the government wouldn't have opened gyms, um, who knows what would have happened, but we are in a position where we can all really, really focus on our uh, health and well wellbeing, uh, physically and mentally. Um, so uh, today I wanted to talk about something that's probably going to start around now. Um, and actually, the title of this podcast is, is that they're coming. Um, and we, we are coming up to that time of year when you're thinking about your New Year's resolution. Um, you're thinking as, well, businesses are thinking of, of their, well, they've probably done this a long time ago, of their marketing strategies for coming into the New Year. And you're about to receive loads and loads of promises from uh, Reptile Brands and shit ones of course on how they can promise you to do something in 30 days and it will be so easy or not even 30 days it might be like 7 or 28 or whatever it might be it's going to be so easy uh, to do results happen so fast just drink this juice take a shower do star do five star jumps and boom you've got it or do these free out free ab exercises and you'll be ripped as for those of you that know coach case you'll be ripped as him and which has taken him the best part of 12 months well technically a lot longer than that since he's been training. Um, but you're going to get the whole shebang, you know. You're going to get the whole don't pay anything for 30 days, no joining fee, join for sixty seven a month, membership, do this, do that. Fucking hell. Come on, people. Let's wake up. Like, this stuff should have gone, been and gone. Um, and I'm actually not very hopeful that this will change coming out of this climate. Um, really, I... Uh, Our priorities do need to change. And I think for most of us, they have. I think a lot of us have kind of realized that for ourselves, and we've been a lot more aware of of what or how we're feeling and and what's around us. Um, And the needle needs to move a little bit. We should no longer be joining gyms um, because we want to burn calories. We should be joining gyms to improve our health and well-being. Um, And I'm hoping that uh and this is very common you know with regards to kind of commercial gyms and i'm not sure exactly how they are coming out of this uh lockdown um and how they've been operating but we are going to see these adverts and the reality is is that we're you're just setting yourself up for, for disaster again and you kind of been doing that for like you know a lot of us listen to this podcast actually i don't know age groups but i'm if i talk about average member of, the, of, of of the gym I think is about 33 years of age like you've been doing that for the best part of like 10 years at least like we we've got to be bigger and better than that um th- there's all this other shit that's going to come out and all this is just shortcuts and like all the lies and and I'm hoping that a lot of you guys uh see this for yourself without me having to tell you but maybe now that we've discussed this there a lot more things are going to become apparent now, I'm, it sits right with me to be able to say, right, look, get onto this program and over these 30 days, 60 days, we can give you tools and resources to help you improve your life or whatever it might be, but not do this for 30 days and you're going to lose this or do this for 30 days and you look like this. Because no, for those of you that are actual physical members, you know, you know that, what we do inside the four walls is educate you through a lifestyle of a series of choices and help you make better decisions, both physically, um, in workouts, and, and mentally, so that it prepares you for day-to-day activities. Um, and that's the aim, is to educate through these uh, periods of time. Because the reality is, is that we look at things in a different way. If you, know, if you wanted to improve your uh, day-to-day life... Through um, through different methods, you could go and see a life coach, and you might have to work with a life coach for six to seven to eight nine months, if not more, to help improve decisions and the way your thought process, etc. But fitness isn't sold that way, um, and and it should be. You know, it's more than six seven eight nine months. But just as an example, we should have that attitude towards making any changes. The reality is, is that people would not want to. Commit to something like that if it's told as, you know, this has to be six six to 12 months. And everyone that walks through the door, through the gym at, at CrossFit Harrow, we do tell them, you know, your goal is definitely achievable, but we're not going to do it in a month. And we're certainly not going to do it in six weeks. Um, your goal that you want to achieve, whatever it might be, depending on the person at the time, may take at least six months, might even take a year for some of you, okay? And there's a lot of factors to, to that, and that's not just... You know, um, just training. That's what you do outside the gym. That's how much sleep you get. That's in, could be incorporating the stress, the ho- you know, the stress that you're through incorporating through work or uh, receiving through work. That's incorporating the fact that you're going to be on holiday for two weeks and you might not have access to the gym. That's the the fact fe- the incorporating the fact that you're going to need some downtime, spend some time with family. Okay, so. Um, before parting with any money you need to ask yourself kind of some serious questions and you can role play this with me if you want or you can do it in the mirror of a hairbrush pretend you're interviewing yourself whatever you want to do Um, whatever you sign up for um, can you keep doing this for a long time or is it going to be a crash diet or is it going to be a quick you know I'm going to do this for three months or I'm actually going to join for a month because it's a tenor and that's it you know, it doesn't even take this out of fitness, if you want to, you do apply it to whatever you want, obviously, I'm going to relate it back to fitness, um, secondly, ask yourself, are there going to be side, any side effects, or negative effects on my health, what, other, what are other people saying about it, are there legitimate, credible sources that can talk about, it? and I'm not talking about an Instagram of fucking blue tick, that is promoting the product, and says, oh, yeah, jazz hands, this amazing product, this place is, you know, no, I'm talking about someone who has Um, gone through kind of the trenches and worked through the whole process thirdly ask yourself is this something that will improve over time and lastly if it's a secret why is it sold and advertised online so will it survive in the industry so let's take a few examples of a few fitness trends that are heavily going to come out mid-december well actually probably boxing day um and the gap between Boxing Day and and New Year and even into the middle of of New Year, or of January. So let's take like weight weight loss shakes. Now ask yourself the question, is or are weight loss shakes um, repeatable? Can you do this for a long period of time or is it something crash diet based? Now you can absolutely do them. I'm not gonna sit here and say you can't do them. I don't agree with you doing them but you can absolutely do them. But can you stay on these forever? Probably not. 40 years, 10 years, five years, probably not. There are some people who listen to this and go, like, yeah, but it's worked for me. Okay, thumbs up. Good luck. Crack on. Carry on. You know the answer. Ask yourself, secondly, that are there are going to be side effects. Is it harmful? Well, actually, they are harmful because a lot of these protein, and, and even like protein shakes, I'm not sitting here saying that protein shakes are the gods of like, uh, of, of fitness they're not actually that good to some degree okay um, and obviously there are supplements so wherever you can get food have food um, a lot of them use sweeteners um, they use chemicals uh, they get things from the corn based and on one hand you brought like closer to insulin resistance you know leading to diabetes and on the other hand it's a bit of an experiment um, so not really looking good at the moment um, Ask yourself question three, will it improve over time? Um, well, you'll probably start taking shakes over food because they're quick and easy. And you'll replace that um, protein intake with with, with food, uh, with the shake, sorry. Um, but reality is is that every time you drink one of those shakes, it's really becoming a little bit less effective. Um you know, it is a supplement for a reason. You are supplementing, hopefully, a well-balanced diet. Now, the last question, obviously, that we said was, "Is it a, why is it a secret? Like, will it survive in the industry? I don't know why these things do survive in the industry. Well, to some degree, I do, because what happens is someone who has really struggled with their weight over time will use this. And if you look at simple maths, you know, what they're used to consuming and their activity levels, um, so... As an example, someone is used to having 15 tin of beans with chips and fish and chips and burgers and fast food and sandwiches in a day, and all they do is walk, they drive to work, walk literally a 30-second walk from their car to the office, come back on the sofa, binge on Netflix. So activity levels aren't very high, but intake of food is very high. Now, they start taking these shakes, and the intake of food becomes low. Um, and what they find, and their activity level stays the same, time being, but because their food is is uh, is less naturally, mathematically, calories in versus uh, what they're compared to is lower. So they start to lose a few bits and bobs, a few weight, a few bit, a bit of weight, a few pounds. Okay, probably off their pocket from their pockets. But anyway, so what they do is they start exercising, and then they get into this rhythm that kind of gives them a bit of a kick, head start, and they and they do that. Um, and then they start seeing this this change and that's why they these people that it works for says oh absolutely it's fantastic it's the best thing since sliced bread okay but eventually someone will tell you the truth and that has to be me today um, the the people that are kind of sharing you these stories are also the people really that kind of make a commission by signing you up like there's a lot of brands out there that do this shit and uh, you don't even have to be a qualified gym instructor fitness instructor and listen those qualifications are, are not the most uh, deepest qualifications there's no equivalent to doctors or whatever it might be but you there is an element of, of studying definitely not gym instructor level but as a personal trainer there are things that you do study um respiratory system um and the whole kind of shebang anatomy everything else okay um and you do look at energy systems and things like that and food intake and nutrition not nutritionist but there is an element that you do study to understand the basics of nutrition now these these people selling these things they don't have to be qualified in any of that you can literally buy it have feel that you've had success in it and go work for them and sell you that shit so example number one is not very credible uh in terms of not very good for you um then you can look at you know, a keto diet, a fucking paleo diet, a uh, Atkins, whatever diet, the Jane Fonda diet, whatever you want, any diet, right? Is it repeatable? Can you do this diet for a long time? Or is it a crash diet? Now, people have been using, like, the keto element and, like, or even intermittent fasting um, for quite a while. And if you're trying to beat a sugar addiction, um, That short stop gap might actually help, but the real question is, you probably can't sustain that for the rest of your life. It is so difficult to be in the element of actual ketosis. Like it is not, it is not the easiest thing to get to. Um, So they're not really these diets don't really help. You know, Um, maybe I can't articulate this very well, but some of the examples that, that. if you stop eating carbs, okay, you become less resistant to insulin in the short term, fine, but your body will learn to become better at breaking down your muscle tissue to trigger an insulin response, and you don't want that. You always want your body to use your energy from carbohydrates first, that's our main energy source, then fats, and then worst case, no, muscle tissue, but we don't want that. That's why we encourage a high protein intake, and you know, over the recent years, we've been telling people that a high fat intake because the reality is when i say high fats i'm talking about good fats the reality is is that a lot of us have a lot of fucking energy stored because a lot of us want to lose weight and that's used as energy like glycogen that's in our body that's in our that's what we want to burn so when our carbohydrates energy stores is done we then want to start burning fat our adipose tissue we want to get into that and reality is we all fucking want to do that because we're all hanging on to a bit of fluff you see what i'm saying um so these diets you know they're not sustainable um and if you eat in a different way than everyone around you they'll, they'll put you into into their habits you just need to explore and experiment but not necessarily diet you need to find just something that works for you you know counting this and counting that yes it can actually help and there's going to be a lot of people Um, around the world that you'll see on social media say how do you know to get your aesthetic result if you're not taking in what you should be etc but the reality is who the fuck has got time to count their fucking carbohydrates and sit there and weigh and measure their food no one unless you have an aesthetic result or goal sorry that you want to step on stage don't worry about it literally don't worry about it the method or prescription i'm not saying crossfit here is the the best uh is the answer but the 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 prescription kind of food is eat meat um eat a variety of meat little starch no sugar um and uh don't eat carbohydrates to uh, support levels of body fat but purely eat them to support exercise i just think that's uh and and there's leafy greens in there too i missed that bit out that's just very basic it's you know it's essentially we all like it we all like eating those things um and we don't want to increase body fat but this is why we say tell you that you should eat to support the task ahead same thing anyway going back to these diets is it harmful is there any gonna be any down uh you know negative effects on my on, on your health um well long term obviously reducing sugar intake is is a very positive thing but losing weight very quickly you know binge dieting or anything like that something that's not sustainable is always going to have a rebound effect um (laughs) one way to put it is you've got a relationship with food and one night stands of diets always come back to haunt you um and live by that really you know something you want to do is progressively do something very well and continue to do that um will it improve over time you might get better understanding the diet so let's say for example if you're following um, intermittent fasting you might get better understanding what intermittent fasting is and how to manage those windows and stuff but you also might come really fixated on food and potentially could lead to an eating disorder Um, you know jumping from diet to diet and you love having that feeling of control um, and giving you that kind of good and bad crossover unfortunately that isn't good for you okay and you know there's yo-yo dying which we all know by now and this is where like when you start fitness it can actually if without the right support around you without the right education or reading the right things because there's a lot of shit out there um it can actually put you in a worse off position than when you started um and it's about when you take control I remember when I you know when I was in my late teens and early 20s, I used to look at food as protein, fats, and carbs because I was just so obsessed with having to get this stuff in. And I talk about this thing because obviously it's something that I've experienced too. Um, does does it have to be a secret? Can it survive the industry? Um, if you're doing a uh, uh, a diet around you, if, sorry, if you're doing a diet and you've got a lot of people around you supporting or, or, or doing that same thing, you'll obviously have a lot more success because it's a lot. It's a lot easier to be, in a, you know, be accountable in that sense. But if you eat like the people you spend most of your time around, and that's going to be your colleagues and blah blah blah, um, may, maybe maybe not. And. Should you stick to these diets um, that you're doing, keto, intermittent fasting, paleo? Probably not. Just fucking eat consistently well. And just have a well-balanced diet. Life is too short. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Put life into perspective. You're on this, life, on this world for like, what, 85 years? 90 years? 100 maybe some of us if we're lucky. Who the fuck wants to sit there and can't, I can't have that? Sorry, no. I can't have that pizza. I can't have that drink. I can't have that one chocolate. Do you think you're going to put weight on with that little one chocolate bar? No. It is a consistent choice. If you consistently have that one chocolate bar every hour, of course you're going to put weight on. It's not going to support your fitness goal. But if you're having one, you know, once a week or not even once a week, it's it's bad that I even give you that example. Just every night, whenever you want one, just fucking have one. As long as it's not like every night that you're saying, oh, I want a chocolate bar, I want a chocolate bar. Stay in control. Okay, so that's the two examples we've gone through—the diet element and like the weight loss shakes. Now, what about joining the gym? Because that's going to be a lot relevant, more relevant to a lot of us, you know, going to a new year. Or some of some of you, obviously, um, as listeners, are members already. But thinking about the decisions that you make, you know, is joining a gym something you can do for a long time? Yeah, absolutely, you can. You can keep going to the gym for forty years. That was forty, not four. Sorry. Um, And um, personally, I personally think that you should be doing coach fitness, okay? And what that means is is something that we do at at CrossFit, especially at CrossFit Harrow. But even at like 19 pound a month, yeah, you can actually, and and you only have access to a gym and using equipment, you can benefit from that. There are health effects, but one, if you show up, and two, if you have guidance in what you're doing, absolutely, okay? Is is it um, uh, harmful to, to, to me or my health? Um... Probably no negative effects, to be honest, of joining the gym. Uh, Very few people get injured in the gym. I know there's a massive misconception. Um, You get injured from doing things incorrectly, okay? But a lot of us, through posture, just at work, and start building muscle around that, will automatically start to develop injuries because of our imbalances, not because of the movement. So, for example, this is why we don't let people just jump into a CrossFit class anymore and this happened a few years ago uh, as not implemented this um, someone who has got a really tight upper back and tight shoulders and walks into a class and you know tries a crossfit class and, we're d- and they're, they're doing overhead squats rarely it is they can't fucking overhead squat and they're going to hurt themselves if they do try and do that at the class pace and that's why are working on a one-to-one basis to develop that individual. Everyone has got different knees and moves in different ways. And this is why some people are better at weightlifting than others. Their lo- limbs are shorter, longer. Um, well, it obviously helps if you've got shorter limbs. That's why generally I'm okay here. Um, for those of you that know, I'm five foot six and a half. Um, anyway, um, so everyone's made up differently. Some people have an anterior pelvic tilt, posterior pelvic tilt. Like, everyone's just different. So there isn't a one-size-fits-all, okay? And that's why there's more of a personal approach Okay, there is a there is a massive difference between, um, let's say, a group cl- well personal training and then just joining the gym. You, it's very much personal. You can even have that personal element in a group environment because yes, there might be one workout on the board, but coaches get to work with you day in day out, and they'll understand how you move. They they understand that everyone's got different needs, and sometimes they might allow someone to do something wrong in at least in a very a uh, non-harmful way to let them try and understand that actually, right? One, firstly, you need to listen to me, and two, that you're becoming aware of how your body moves. Okay, and I think the more that you get into fitness, and the more that you're in a good environment with that, you start to understand that for yourself. Um, when when injuries like do occur, it can come from an overuse as well. Like a lot of the guys, very dominantly, will bench press on a Monday because it's fucking International Chest Day on a Monday in commercial gyms. So number one, no wonder like 10 years later, their shoulders are killing them, their elbows hurt because that's all they've ever done, okay? And then when they try and go above head or they hold something above their head, automatically there's a massive arch in their back because they're so tight in their shoulders and upper back. Um, will, will it improve over time? Yes, absolutely. Training Weight training has a, a, a you know um, compounding effect. You, you can get stronger, your muscles improve, um, you get better unless you're doing the same routine every single uh, month every day you know three sets of eight three sets of ten da, 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 whatever it might be you, you constantly need variety and that's for, for, for me where I said at the beginning that this is why we believe or I believe that a lot of people should move into group classes or, or group and I'm not saying group exercise sorry coached classes okay um, CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement at high intensity and I'm not saying CrossFit is for, well, CrossFit for me is for everyone, okay, it can be done for everyone, but at the same time, it's not for everyone, because some people don't want to learn that way, um, haven't understood uh, the benefits of it, um, but whatever works for you is what you should do, okay, so I'm not sitting here saying CrossFit is the only thing in the world, there are a lot of things that I agree that the, the depth CrossFit has defined and works for a lot of people, um, but equally in regular gyms are a lot of people who are also in very good shape and probably fitter than I'll ever be but you know balance Um, but in general you know going along with it um, in terms of gyms yes you know weightlifting becomes fun the more you do it and the longer you lift uh crossfit gets even more exciting over time running can become exciting over time you know especially if you're wanting to be competitive if you have a weight loss goal and you want to run uh, and you're doing that by running stop you need to go back a few podcasts and listen to what i've got to say on that you're doing it wrong um and can it survive the you know the industry is it a secret well there's no secrets in that respect of, of joining the gym um D- discounted gyms let's say you know low budget gyms will we'll see a massive influx of, of members um up until you know march time uh which most new gym goes give up and they just quit they're done because there's no value in, in what they're receiving um except in in gyms like you know ours at, at crossfit harrow it's it's a lot longer than that um you know average uh, lifetime for each member is a lot longer than than three months. It surpasses a, 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 you know the eighteen to two year mark. Um, we've got a lot of people that we work with. We have worked with. We've even got guys and girls that have been with us for five years. Um, so you, you can't really fill a uh, discounted gym because the business model is based on members who never show up. Where well, we're opposite. So you know we obviously cap the classes. We can have a cap. Um, we it isn't a secret, you know, that there are benefits to to what we do, um, and those you know who do try CrossFit for a couple of months and it's not for, maybe find out that it's not for them. Trying to understand why it's not for them was it the, the scheduling? Was it the programming? Was it the time? T- like what? There's many reasons, but. You know, things work for, for people and some, some, it doesn't work for others. Um, last example that I'm going to give you is, you know, joining a uh, a coaching gym, um, being a little bit more specific, or having a personal trainer, or even getting, you know, a nutritionist. Is it something you can do for a long time? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've personally been doing CrossFit for eight years. Um, I was even doing CrossFit when I was a member of a commercial gym. not even a member of a commercial gym when I used to manage a commercial gym. And I still love it. There's not a day that I'm like, oh, this is boring um, not at all That their injuries yeah injuries happen in any sport any professional sport um, or no not even any professional sport anything you can get injured with you do think people get injured when they don't do things correctly um, but probably a lot less injuries than football gets rugby um, but CrossFit fixes a lot of um, and when I talk about coaching gym I am relating back to CrossFit Fix a lot of chronic problems for people, so people are always, you know, easier uh, have have or not easier, eager to go. Um, any downstreams or side effects um, when when you work one to one with someone in the personal training element, personal training element or coaching gym element. Well, actually, nutritionist too, the whole thing. Um, you can measure progress. You set goals, and the effects can be long lasting. Um, because you don't want to waste your stuff with things that don't work, okay? So even when we work through our nutrition program, we get time to sit and coach and educate that person on building good habits. So I'll talk about that after a little bit more. And we, we you know, we find out things that are doing we're doing really, really well and find things that we're not doing so well. And all we're looking to do is repeat the things that we do really, really well, because that will lead us to the success that we want. Um, will it improve over time? yeah absolutely when you can measure you know through results in terms of workouts how quickly you're going to work out how how long the workout um or your heart rate through the workout your weights uh your repetitions in a time there's loads of things that that you can um point to help focus on or work towards and and focus on um will it survive the crowd is it a secret absolutely not you know online coaching has been a, a massive thing over the last nine months um coaching businesses are kind of anti-secret because it is a one-to-one relationship um a coaching business might not be able to take a thousand members uh like a a regular gym but that's okay that that's there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with that so the first step to having good habits is to identify um and end the bad ones so identify the uh good ones um identify the bad ones and end them and essentially the first that's been successful is doing the things that make you or stop doing the things that make you unsuccessful if you were to give yourself six months at being consistent at just one thing whether that be joining a gym uh, coaching gym or regular gym as long as you attend it and you have a progressive program fine you might give yourself six months to learn a new skill create or sell a product grow an audience you know that through social media Um, if you can stay consistent for six months you're going to see changes in your life and that feeling is absolutely insane and if you're not sure what it is to be consistent at well put it this way write things down on a piece of paper you know 10 15 however whatever things that are important to you right now however many you've got and and that you want to do with your life and now execute on the top five Okay, and if you've only got five, execute on the top three or top two, and throw the other things out the window. Because by the time you have done those those five things or three things, you'll have a new list, and you'll take away from from your. It will take you away from your actual top five. Okay, so just coming up to this time of year, just be really aware of the shit that is coming out in the industry, and stand by your values and your own morals, and do things that are not only. right for your body physically, but also for you mentally.